Doesn't matter. Ah. Gonna do a San Diego wrap up and a Gamescom preview. That's right. You were yep. there. Do you remember it? Nope. I have to write a blog about it though. Okay. I wrote a sentence. <laughs> All right. That's a real good one though. Hey guys, welcome back to the Harmonics Podcast. <laughs> uh, we're a little bit loopy. Uh, this show's gonna be specifically about events, uh, which is the cause of all our loopiness. We are kind of in the middle of our summer crunch right now. Uh, for those of you that have been listening to the show for a while or keeping tabs on harmonics in general through the live stream or through our uh, Twitter and Facebook accounts, you'll know that the summertime is when we do all of the shows. Uh, there's a ton of big events um, from E3 to Gamescom to PAX uh, and then a million other scattered little things throughout. Uh, so we're here to give you guys a quick recap on San Diego Comic-Con, which some of us just returned back from, uh, and give you a quick heads up on what we're going to be doing at Gamescom, which is in a week at this point, uh, I think? If this we is leave going out in a few days, then it'll be... If it's, it's Friday today. It's Tuesday right now. But if it's Friday today. But it's today, Friday we'll right up, now. It's Friday Then right we now. leave really? in so Sunday. Two and a half days. Sunday night. Yeah. Yeesh. Yep. Yeesh. Yeah, Gamescom. Yeesh. Tough show. We talked one. about it a little bit on the show that we did with the uh, the proletariat folks. Really? Um, had a, a, a quick... Quick recap are they going? Of, no, they are. Oh. They are not going. Ah, they're think. so lucky. Um, but they uh, neither of them had sense. ever been. Neither uh, <laughs> neither Seth nor Kristen had ever been. So they had asked us. You know, like we've heard war stories about about Gamescom. What's it What's it like? And it was like like trading war stories. Like yeah. we're sitting there. It's like man, you don't even know. Like we've got the thousand yard stare. Like we know exactly. Like and like, I'm the I'm trying to convince myself that it can't possibly be as bad as I remember it. Because I think that's the only way I'm going to get through is if I can convince myself that it's going to be great. Well, the best thing is until it's too late to turn. Our situation around. is way different than last year, and it's going to be worse than last year. That's that is my fear is that this is actually the worst possible scenario. Well, the thing is that this was my so my first event at Harmonix, which was about three years ago. I just had my anniversary. Crazy. Three years? Mm -hmm. No way. Yeah. And my first big show, I think after about a week and a half of, or even a week of working here, was Gamescom, and we were doing DC Two as we were yeah. gearing up for launch of that. And it was like right on the floor near one of the main entrances. It was just constant chaos. We had a ton of temp staff. This was like my first exposure to any of these things, and working crazy hours and dancing nonstop. Okay. Was it a Microsoft booth or a specific Dance Central booth that year? It was in an. I think in an Xbox booth. But okay. it was a we were as like a big DC branded stage, but it was right on the periphery of the Microsoft okay. space. But it was all like our usual Dance Central branding. Right. Yeah, and it was two stages for that, like on the on the thing. So it was it was really intense. And I felt like I had a lot of energy then and I just started working and I was trying to do a great job and I was like, everything's gonna be great. And then somewhere in the middle of the show I fell asleep on a wall, like in the middle of a I don't know, the lobby somewhere in the convention hall where it was like sort of quiet. And I'd realized at that point that I was in hell. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was like the breaking point where I'd fallen asleep on the floor within like a minute of sitting down there. And I was like, oh my God, there's still like three more days of this. It's just like yeah. crazy. I think my terrifying moment, ignoring the scary scenarios of actually getting into the convention center when there already are chanting, fist pumping people, mobs, they've 
run to get into line to get in. Mob is a good word for it. Like, it's terrifying. It's a mob show. But my real thing, because usually we can kind of protect ourselves from that because we get there early before the show floor opens because we have to get to our spaces to set up. But my big moment of, oh my gosh, what am I doing here, was with Nick and I were doing uh, stage shows in the Xbox booth last year for Fantasia. And before that, usually before ours, Zoo Tycoon would do their demo. And they would get everybody chanting and fist pumping, Zoo Tycoon, Zoo Tycoon. And they would start uh, using t-shirt cannons to throw animal head hats at everybody. Mm-hmm. Totally and normal people sentence. would start scrambling over the stage to the point that the events people constructed this kind of barrier to try to keep people yeah. back from us. So we're sitting there with like, it felt like a zombie horde trying to attack screaming and fist pumping and Nick and I know that we are about to have to get up on stage and do our own presentation and it was terrifying we kind of feared for our lives and that was when I thought what are we doing here we ought to run everything in my body is telling me to flee right yeah. now that seems to be oddly enough a very typical gamescom experience run away <laughs> uh, like like even the the language that you're using to describe it like mobs zombie like barriers like yes. that is a hundred percent the experience that I've always had at Gamescom. Um, when we did uh, Rock Band there, specifically Beatles Rock Band, that was, I think, the biggest setup that we oh, ever had at Gamescom. The stage was like literally six feet tall uh, for the main demo stage. So there was like yellow hazard tape at the edge of the stage so people, you know, wouldn't fall off and break their crazy necks. Um, <laughs> but that meant that... Crazy necks. Oh, that yeah, crazy necks at Gamescom. Uh, but that meant that people would crowd up at the front of the stage, uh, like right up to the edge where we were playing, uh, and people would try to reach up and grab like any swag that was left up there or try to grab us to get our attention. So if you were on the stairs on the side of the stage or if you were like right at the front of the stage, it was just like all these hands reaching up and grabbing at your ankles. Yeah. And I would be worried about falling off the edge of this stage. Uh, and it would just be people that wanted to grab t-shirts. Like yeah. they would just try, like they would grab at your ankle the and like tug on your pant leg to try to Arms get your t-shirt. Grabbing, like, oh. But it is like very much like a zombie movie. Mm-hmm. That experience of Someone just like a Someone should make a zombie Gamescom game where you have I to survive play. Gamescom and you finish it and the joke is that they weren't actually zombies. They were just Gamescom attendees. <laughs> so that, I could, I could see that working because... Uh, simulator games are so big in Europe, uh, which was always like one of the most comical things about Gamescom. They, there would be like a two-hour line to play like Farming Simulator yeah. 2010 um, or like Ski Region Simulator where like it's like, you, like a, yeah, a, a forklift uh, <laughs> or you have to like operate like a, a snowplow. Um, like really, like <laughs> like just really riveting stuff. It's like I'm laughing, but these are all real. Things no, these are real. Th- like people love those simulator type you know, train simulator, oil rig simulator was a big one last time I went. Um, but I could see a Gamescom simulator being really popular at, at Gamescom, Gamescom, right? So you could play. No as one if can you take this. This is my idea. Gamescom. I'm going to make this game. And yeah, make copyright, all of the trademark, Jesse Tra- Brzezinski, <laughs> 2014, right yes. now. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so before we get too deep into Gamescom stuff, I know, we, we should probably right recap It's like lying on the therapist's couch, we just start talking. No, we just have to yeah. get it all out now before we get there and realize what we've gotten ourselves into again. It's fine, it's not going to be about myself there. Because there, there's no, a lot no. of good stuff about we'll Gamescom too. Mm-hmm. Like and we'll, we'll, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later. We'll, we'll talk about that When we do the recap show and we talk about all of our battle scars and how I'll probably get kicked in the shin again. And I actually need to get new sneakers this weekend. Yeah. 
since I'm going to help Jessa dance. I'm really no, excited please, about that. please, please. I'm actually most excited about that. I don't get to play a lot of Dance Central these days since I've been working on the dancing is for the, fun part. the entirety of my life. So yeah, playing through the new routines is super fun. It's fun. I'm so excited about Full it. positives already. So that's the one part. It's going to be super sweaty just and like terrible. Just like nonstop, just constant positivity. I'm going to have to wear my exercise tights and sneakers all week. That'll be fine. But we went to Comic-Con. Where there's yeah. some dancing. Yeah. That's a good show. I like Comic-Con. It was super chill. It was, it was crazy enough. Yeah. So the Xbox Lounge was twice the size this year that it was last year, which is exciting. And I think last year was the first year. We were there with Fantasia. Um, and what what's interesting to me is that compared to video game trade shows, Comic-Con is a generally more mainstream show. You have this culmination of comic book nerds, movie nerds, TV show buffs, like all these different fandoms kind of intertwining. And it hasn't historically been had a huge video game presence. I think there's always been some level of like video games with movie tie-ins. Have yeah. had I think it really there. has been just in the last five years. Yeah, we were there that. one year with Rock Band. <coughs> so there's been a little bit. But now Xbox, I think they were the official sponsor of Comic-Con this year. And so wow. they're really trying to make this big presence. And it was really cool to see so many new games this year and how busy the lounge was. And it, it really felt less like a kind of tacked on thing and more like an actual portion of Comic-Con. And even even outside of the lounge, it just felt like uh, video games had a stronger presence this year. And But it was fun because it meant for our games that people were getting to see them that by and large, a lot of them had never heard of the games before because they're not super tuned in to video game yeah, outlets. That makes sense. And some of them had, which was always a neat surprise too, the, um, when people would come up and think, oh yeah, I played Dance Central 1 or Dance Central 2. It's been a while. And We'd get to get up and dance, and that was great. It was fun, and like I said, it is it was a pretty sh- chill show. It we were pretty consistently busy, but it's just cool, laid back people checking out the sites, taking a break from the show floor. And now, did you do Comic Con the year that we had Rock Band on the show floor? Yeah, that was actually my first harmonics show. Really? Yep. Hmm. A long time ago, um, four or five years ago. So now, having done both the show floor proper. Uh, and uh, this uh, the Microsoft Community Lounge um, offsite. Which do you prefer? Uh, I I think I prefer the show floor, but because I will say this, it's it's crazier, but it it it's that fun kind of excitement. I yeah. think the Comic Con crowd in general is a really fun crowd. They're like packs, but crazier about things other than video games. Yeah. And um, so being on the show floor was really fun because we had all the cosplayers constantly. Yeah, like you're of part of that vibe. Which is great. Whereas the the Xbox Lounge, it they did a good job of making it kind of a respite from the show floor. So it's in this giant ballroom at the Manchester Grand Hyatt. It's all lit up with green lights, so it's kind of dim and cool, and there's video games everywhere. It's really loud from that regard, but the carpet means voices are kind of muted, so you kind of feel like you're in the Xbox cave. So it's a completely different feel than being on the show floor. Oh, yeah, and you don't the show floor is bonkers. Yeah, you don't have that kind of energy, and I really like that kind of energy. Interesting. I would say that that Comic-Con is maybe like one of the most stressful shows that I had ever been to. Really? Um, it, I mean, it's a lot of people. And yes. Like, but I mean, like compared to something like Gamescom where it's like, it's Gamescom is almost like maybe not twice as many people, but, uh, but San Diego felt like it was a higher concentration of people. Yeah, where it's it was a smaller more like space, people packed into that main hall where it was a lot yeah. of like, I did you not couldn't take a full much. stride yep. anywhere on the show floor. It's all just kind of like when we were there walking. on the show floor. I didn't leave the booth much except to go. I went and got some custom art done. I went and got little 
prizes. It's one of the only show floors I'd ever walked around before. It definitely is tough to walk around though because it's so yeah. many people. But the cosplayers are really fun too. And it's fun as someone who is very invested in certain movies and TV shows and stuff. It's cool for me to see kind of this overlap of all different types of things oh, that yeah. I like in one place. Yeah, Comic-Con was like for, for me as a huge comic fan, like definitely like an unbelievable yeah. experience. But even loving comics as much as I do, and I, I, like, I spent a lot of money at Comic-Con when I went, um, I don't know if I would want to go back and do it again unless I was in that, like the off-site Microsoft space because yeah. like, I would want something that's like a little bit more chill, a little well, bit more laid back. Xbox Game Lounge is just for you. Maybe for me. Maybe, maybe next time we do it, I'll have to go yeah. hang out in the lounge, in the Xbox cave. Yeah, it, it was cool and nice in that regard. Did you get a chance to walk the show floor at all this time or buy anything? We could have, but I did not. <laughs> yeah, I also opted not to. I think after just days of, of craziness and motion gaming activity, the last thing we want to do is walk through tons of people yeah. <laughs> in a really cramped space. And like the only day we probably could have done it was Saturday, and that's generally like the craziest day. Yeah. yeah. When I asked you how San Diego was and what you did, I think your first response was, I slept I, I slept a lot. I slept a lot. Yeah, we did not go it's out. Probably late. Like the most chill show I've been to in a while. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's just because like it was long days, but I for some reason they didn't feel as long as some of the other shows have done. Like I was not as tired at the end of days at this show as I was at E three. E three was exhausting, and this we had way fewer staff for what we were doing. Um, but it just it was chiller. Like that's the only really way Super to describe chill. it. And Fantasia still wipes me out, but. There's there were a lot of people who would come back and play for like a second or third or fifteenth time in in one <laughs> person's case. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, and about. he was pretty cool. So I, I don't know if he's listening, but like we we put him to work a little bit. <laughs> he was actually just teaching people the onboarding of the game, and we're like, hey, do you want to keep playing? You can play through multiplayer. If you want to play with these people, you can play with these people. That's awesome. And he was like, yeah, and he was just like walking through you know all of the messaging basically that he'd learned like playing through the game and giving people tips and stuff, which was really cool to see. Um, and after a while, like, this is a sort of an audience that's super savvy, so they just have to watch someone play once, and it wasn't, they didn't require a lot of explanation, like we usually have to do at some shows. So that was pretty cool. Um, and after, you know, we've been on the road with this game for a while now, and it's still really nice to see that people are really still very moved by it. Or yeah. they played last year and would comment on how far along it's come at this point. And I forget that we had a really crummy E3 build for a really long time that didn't look anything yeah. like this. And that was, like, the last thing a lot of people had seen or played. So bringing this new stuff out, it's, like, pretty much done. is like, whoa, it's crazy. It's like we're almost there. I feel like this game has been in development forever, maybe because it has been, but like it's it's, <laughs> it's finally coming out, which is exciting. And so when people ask, they're like, oh, this is great. When's it coming out? I can actually tell them now. So yay. Right. We're getting there slowly you know? but surely. Yeah, we're getting close to putting games it's gonna out. Be a busy it's fall. been a while. Yeah. When we get back in seven weeks. Yep. It's going to be a really busy fall, though. Yeah. Like, I think that's why Jessa and I benefit from sleeping at events because we have yeah, to. Yeah, that is true that this year especially since we have so much going on at the company that we haven't even been able to talk about yet. We are all very, very busy. And so I think this is the most exhausted we've ever been at this point in event season yeah. because it we aren't just kind of crunching for events. There's so much else going on, which is exciting. 
Um, but we are sleepy, and we are le- we are not as party animals we used to no. be. <laughs> yeah, there's just a lot of event stuff that we have to plan for, and Jess is usually a champ and takes care of a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Now you have to do it yourself. Uh, and now, now she's she's delegating, which is great <laughs> because she should. So empowering everybody. Yeah, she's she's empowering the rest of us to help to pick our own flights and figure no, out how money works. It's big world, so you're it's, it's good handling your own build stuff. I'm so proud of you. No, I got it. I, I know. It it's great. It's one thing at a time. Figuring out how <laughs> Xbox Ones work after all this time. Um, which is still not, it's still, still tough. We love that thing. I actually started using mine this weekend, which is really cool. That is cool. Um, video games are a thing I like to play when I have spare time, which I don't. I've been playing so many video games lately. Yeah. I'm playing Persona because I can on my Vita, and that's like the list of I'm, I'm working my way through Dragon Age 2 as rapidly as possible. Oh, I heard you spent a lot. What did you name your character? Uh, Deirdre Hawk. I I went. I wanted to do Emily Hawk, and Frank was really against Emily. That's my husband. He did not like Emily. So, I just at some point I was just like, I'm done. I just I made her a brunette. I didn't know what to name her. I don't hmm. usually make brunette characters in RPGs. Okay, hmm. this is getting real deep. So yeah. Yeah. let's talk about, let's talk about uh, our games. I guess. Um, I want to hear more about uh, Deirdre Hawk. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and the, the Kim Kardashian. Like you're into all the games right now. You know now. what it is? I think it's I have. I'm so wiped out by. Uh, traveling and stuff, usually I spend event season making lists of games I want to play, and then the winter I play them. But now I am so tired that I just sit at home and play games if I'm not Yeah, which is weird. Before I used to like not have the capacity to go I would home go do at the things. end of the day, and I'd go work out and stuff, and now I'm like, I'm going to hook up my Xbox One, I'm going to get these like surround sound headphones set up. I'm going to play some games for a while. Up and sit in the air conditioning and just sit and play game and relax. Yeah. Although Watch Dogs isn't quite exactly as relaxing as I oh. no. hope, but Peggle Two is still my jam, <laughs> and they released new content recently. So that's probably like that's that. that's right in the sweet spot of like a game that is fun enough mm-hmm. and challenging enough, but also not so overwhelming. Because yes. like right yeah. now, you need a game where it's like will keep your attention. It's but fun. Not I can feel like stressful. I can accomplish enough in a very short period. Yep. Yeah. Whereas if I'm trying to play through something like Watch Dogs, for example, where it's like, okay, I don't feel like I did much, but I've been playing for an hour. If I play Peggle for an hour, I could get through so many different challenges, which is like great for me and the time that I have. Um, um, but other games are great. We love them. We do. But we have good ones too, and they're going to come out eventually. And we're going to play all of the 3DS games on our way to Gamescom. We are. It's going to be and great. Then, I'm bringing oh, my 3DS. Oh, I think I'm going to play, uh, what's it called? The em- 3DS. Emblem Awake. I'm embarrassing. Fire Emblem? Fire Emblem. Maybe that? Yeah, 3DS game? Yeah? yeah. Yes, that everybody was playing at Gamescom last year. Oh. I'm going to play it this year. I have that too. I have it at home. I just haven't. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do has, it. Has Steve talked to either of you guys? Steve, for everyone listening, our CEO. About what? Um, about 3DS specifically. No. Um, he has heard that Gamescom is a very popular 3DS show. Yeah. So I believe that. We he was so thinking about passes. sending... His DS <laughs> with one of you. Uh, no, he's got to go no, in on those streets. Uh, and check the street passes for him. No, no, that requires a lot of work. Hell no. Yeah, no, I know it's a lot of work. I mean, does, is, do we get compensated in any way? <laughs> You'd have to take it up with him. Oh, that's a good point. If we get something for every for street every pass. every 10 people we collect, because it's we bonkers. Get extra time off. I think I got over 500 street passes at Gamescom last year, and that's gated by how quickly you can clear them. Right? Because it, it caps the queue caps at like 10. Super low. Which for like everyday use when you're on the train, and it's like kind of actually hard to hit 10 people. We yeah, but like at something like Gamescom, nuts, yeah. everybody was playing Fire Emblem and Pokemon last year. Yeah. I got so many street passes. Um, this year, we won't have as much time to clear stuff, though. No. 
Well, it sounds like Steve's coming to pack, so hopefully he should be able to make up. He can handle there. his own. He can go hang out at the Nintendo Gaming Lounge there and get it I all. was so mad. During Comic-Con, I walked through the Nintendo Gaming Lounge, Didn't and my any? 3DS was dead, and I was like, what am I uh, even doing? No, doing yeah, it's a waste of your time. time. I was so pissed. I was so nope. mad. I remember I just saw all of the cosplay, and I was like, no, 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 no. And I saw the <laughs> sign, and I was like, no, I missed so many tree pass opportunities. You blew it. Uh, I like that. The assumption that all the cosplayers are going to have their 3DSs. Knew it. They I did. don't think you're wrong. I bet they you're did. right. It seems they like had, a slight I bet. had a bunch of people. I saw a bunch of people yeah. standing along the walls with their stuff. I know. I usually carry mine in my bag at conventions. I also, a lot of times, I'll say who I am. So if you ever street pass with any of us, you should be able to see that, like, my, my, yeah, I'm usually like, I'm just at Harmonix or something so people can see. Because I've done that with other people that they'll have, like, what company they work for. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Now I know who you are. Um, like, that's a good thing that they that Nintendo put together there. That yeah, was great. I love it. They did a good job. The street pass is awesome. The secret high fives are great. Yeah. There's some people here that treat that as like a game in and of itself. Oh yeah. Like Especially that if is like download all the extra games. All little mini games. Yep. I do those now too. Just the puzzle collection is great. Um, but speaking of Gamescom, so we are going. Um, Not all of us though. No. It's a small group. Three of us are going. Uh, Nick and myself. I'm not sure what some of the official announced stuff is, but at the very least, we'll be there. Think about it. Yeah, like some of the event stuff. We'll be there. Stage presentations. Yeah. Um, Dance Central Spotlight will be in the Microsoft booth. We can say that. Um, I will be staffing there with some local help. Nick and Annette are going to come and help me as they are able to, so that I survive. So we can at the very least confirm that we'll be there yeah. for Dance Central, for Dance Fantasia. Dance Central will be playable. Yeah. And at this very moment, I do not have times for very specific things, but the hope is to have Yeah, we can share that once we know. And want to check it out. We can let you know when we're going to be like shooting t-shirts out of a gun. GameStop. Yeah. There may be some done. evening stuff that we're still looking to see if it's confirmed. So like, There's always a ton of stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, I feel like there's a bunch coming up. But at the very least, you can see the Fantasia demos and Xbox booth once or twice a day. Twice a day, I think. And you can come play Dance Central Spotlight with us. Really do. Like, come come hang out. I'll be there. Nick and Annette will be there sometimes. Yeah, so that's really the biggest positive about Gamescom, that we don't get to do a lot of European shows. Yeah. So this is really like our only chance to interact with the European community. So yep. if people are listening and they're from Europe or if they're going to be attending Gamescom, like this is your best opportunity to play Harmonix games before they're released, to hang out with Harmonix folks uh, and let them know what you love, what you want to see more of. Yeah. Um, you know, which is a thing that I, I wish that we were able to do more of in Europe, um, and I think that that would actually take a lot of the edge off of Gamescom. I do too, I agree. Um, if we're able to do more shows. It's but just like everybody's in one place. It's a very yeah. different convention culture, and there's not, like, I mean, there's like four different PAXs in the U.S. alone now, um, like counting PAX Dev, mm -hmm. um, and it's like, there's not really something comparable in Europe where you could do right. a lot of community-focused shows, so... Uh, for a lot of attendees and for a lot of developers, Gamescom is really the only game in town, um, which kind of like puts a lot of pressure on the show because everything else in the U.S. is a little bit more segmented, where PAX is a very like community-focused show and E3 is a very press-focused show. Yeah. And then there are also like developer-focused events where you just go and like sign business deals and have backroom meetings 
And Gamescom is all of those things. Yeah, it just does the days. Wednesday is the media day, and then the other four days mm -hmm. are the general public days. And it's just nuts. So come hang out and comfort us and bring us <laughs> coffee and gummy bears. And kind words. And kind words. Yeah, gummy bearschen. Yeah. Gummy bearschen, bitte. Danke. Oh, I think yeah. our first, didn't we expense, I mean, what? We bought a bunch of, of snacks at some point, and that was like our breakfast, and it was like, Oh yeah! Oh no, we've we've expensed quite a bit of uh, gummy bearish because <laughs> it's all we eat, uh, really. And uh, Mozart Kugeln. Yeah. Um, like yeah, I mean, you, you got to eat when you're on the show floor, yep. and there's not always a lot of options. Uh, so sometimes you just have to get a bunch of candy bars. I housed like one of their cafeteria pizzas, mm -hmm. and I still lost like seven pounds. Oh yeah, just yeah. from the heat, you sweat it all out. Uh, and crepes. Just sweating. And crepes from a cart every day. Those crepes were good. They were dynamite crepes. Uh, my favorite I was what I ate. Uh, Chanel, who some people might remember as one of uh, one of our kick-ass choreos for Dance Central. Um, she uh, she had some dietary restrictions. She didn't want to eat like any pork uh, or uh, almost any meat. Uh, so there was not a lot on the show floor that she was able to eat because it's all like sausage vendors. Yeah. Um, so she would get in a cab from the Col Mesa, the, uh, the, the convention center, and she would take a cab to McDonald's every day <laughs> where she could get food at McDonald's. Uh, and it was like, that always struck me as the funniest thing where, you know, yeah. you travel halfway around the world and you get this awesome opportunity to have like crepes and schnitzel and sausages from like authentic street <laughs> vendors. She's like, nope, McDonald's. You know, I'm going to go to Starbucks for breakfast. I'm going to go to McDonald's <laughs> for lunch. We did do a lot of Starbucks. And we did some McDonald's last year. Ice cream, I think. Mm -hmm. um, and then what comes after that? Um, after Gamescom is PAX. PAX. Yeah, we're still a little too far out to talk in detail about what we're doing at PAX. We'll be there for a we'll bunch definitely of be different there. things. We just are still finalizing what exactly those things are. Yep. Hopefully soon, because it's like in three weeks. Yeah, <laughs> it's very soon. Well, we're sorting out our travel, like today. Yeah. That's a good step. This is maybe the most stressful PAX has ever been. Uh, for me, at the very least, like just in terms of it's because I, I you have taken on a lot of the stuff that I'm not worrying about. So it's yeah, it's less stressful to me because I'm trying to get through Gamescom, and I know you are handling stuff, but you are handling stuff. So <laughs> yeah, well, and it's also like just in terms of like how much different stuff it's there so is. Much like there's usually stuff going like on. even if you have to say like we have rock band set up on the show floor, it's one thing, and you can kind of deal with it. Yeah. But now like we are scattered. We have so many different setups for so many different games and so many different places. And then trying to like wrangle after hours events and trying to wrangle panel stuff. Yep. Just a lot of different things going on this year. Um, but I'm excited. Like hopefully once show. people actually get to see that stuff, it'll be exciting for them because we are casting like a pretty wide net. So there's like a bunch of different things for a bunch of different fans of Harmonix games. Way to keep it vague, Aaron. Yeah. Well, it's a bunch of different things. You know, if you're a different person, you can like a thing that we made. Well, there's, it's a some, thing. there's some announced stuff. We might have some unannounced stuff there. Um, we uh, we might be able to do uh, some exciting things for uh, for people at our panel, um, which has been confirmed that on Sunday at 10 a.m. Uh, on 8:31, we're doing another one of the uh, Nintendo 64 Royal Rumbles with 30 of our friends from the gaming industry. 
Um, by the time this podcast goes live, we may have the full list of attendees mm. confirmed and publicly announced. Um, but that's always bonkers. Uh, that was yep. ridiculous uh, when we did it at PAX East. So my hope is that it will be equally ridiculous this time around. Um, and it's a good lineup. Like I'm constantly surprised that people who we love and respect uh, who are like real professionals in the industry, like not just like <laughs> weirdos that we found on the street, but like... Well, kind of both. <laughs> a little bit, of, yeah, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B, but that they are like, like more than willing and excited to take time out of their weekend at PAX to come and play a Nintendo 64 game yeah. in a room with us. Um, but that'll be streamed, so we'll have information for that shared. Um, and I think, uh, Annette, you're working on something for some of the VIP Kickstarter backers, because one of the rewards yeah. was VIP treatment uh, at, uh, at PAX. Um, yeah, I mean, we are slowly working through all of the fulfillment stuff for the backers. If you back the project, thank you, you're awesome. And I'll be in touch about a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, one of the, the soonest things that we're able to get going is we have mm -hmm. some really cool things in mind for you that we can do. Um, and we will treat you like royalty for one Seattle hour, as promised. And yep. maybe more, because we might have some other plans too if, you, if the select folks want to stick around. What's the difference between a Seattle hour and a Boston hour? Everything. Ooh. I think a Seattle hour is more polite than a Boston really? hour. Yeah. Greener. Probably greener. Yeah. Awesome. Um, more moderate. It'll be, it'll be pretty awesome. So we have some really fun ideas. I have to go to my desk at some point <laughs> someday uh, to actually work on this stuff. Because been, there's been so many meetings. There's so many things happening. Yeah. There's, like, All the time. It's nuts. Like, we've talked about this a lot. Like, even in the context of this podcast, we've said multiple times, there's so much stuff happening. And, and I feel like if people went back and listened to podcasts from around this time every year in the past, we've probably said the exact same thing. But we didn't know. Uh, we but, were wrong. We couldn't we understand wrong. what we like, didn't know. There is a lot going on this year. We will have a lot of news in the coming weeks and months. And, uh, and once we can get through the event season, uh, it, uh, it's going to be it's going to be pretty rad to have all that stuff out in the open, um, and like have everyone listening know what we're talking about, and we can actually be a little bit more specific about these kind of vague, it. interesting There'll things. There'll always that we're be more. About. It'll never end. Extra projects. Things are especially crazy. So even at PAX, at the end of the day, I might just hole up into my room and sleep yep. because I need. Yep. And smile. Yeah, you got to smile too. Smiling's hard. Yeah, can't just show up. You got to show up and be excited. Yeah. Because you're never fully dressed without a smile. Right? Yeah. I wrote that song. Or pants. Wrote that song. I did. Or, yeah. Parentheses. Or, <laughs> or pants. pants. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good life lesson in I general. <laughs> uh, so that's a pretty good snapshot of what Is the rest what of our summer's looking this like. Podcast, you're never fully dressed without a smile. Yeah, yeah, ship title. it. <laughs> title right there, done. Um, that's a that's a pretty solid snapshot of what we're up to for. Uh, there, and there's, there's, yeah, it is for the. There's so much more. Oh, we don't. Yeah, we don't touch on any press <laughs> tours. So yeah, we don't touch on any of the local stuff. Like we just had thirty people in the office for a tour today. Yeah, that was cool. Um, there's. There's always a bunch of stuff going on, but I think for. So uh, you, you will know, see on our on socials as we are. Jet setting around the globe yeah. and bringing our games to you. Yeah. 
So there'll be more. These are just the high levels. Yeah, Jess yeah. is in the middle of planning some crazy travel. I know. For herself. If I survive it, it will be awesome. Yep. If I don't, I loved you all. Um, I think next show we'll be able to do... We're doing a Gamescom recap next podcast? Uh, maybe. Uh, I think the issue is that we will be back too late oh, okay, yeah. in the week. That's right. Um, At some point we'll do a, a recap. It just may be a Gamescom, Gamescom recap and, recap and a PAX recap. And other things yeah. recap. We'll talk about stuff on the live stream. It might be late least. September before yeah. we can recap. <laughs> Who knows? As soon as we're all back to, like, in the recover office. recover and sleep and catch up on all the other things. By yeah. late September, we should all be back in the office. Maybe. Maybe. Sometime after my birthday. Unless we lose Nick. Nick was supposed to come to this podcast, and Nick Lost. couldn't even He's make it here. I thought he was. Did we make that up? D well, I mean, he was supposed to be. He, he wasn't here, if that's what you're saying. No, we what? No. Yeah. I wish there was a video so we could cut to here. Nick, and it's just a chair the with chair a microphone in it. <laughs> it is pretty pathetic, just saying. It does look really sad. Nick Chester in memoriam. <laughs> I need to get my, like, spray paint shirt. Yeah. yeah. You were just oh, all about spray shirts. paint, the airbrush shirts. Yeah. yeah. Go to Hampton You Beach. really want an airbrush shirt, don't you? I really do. I want to get a shirt. Do it. We could yeah. all get airbrush shirts that have each other's faces on them. Airbrush we should find someone each other. Find in Seattle who can do caricatures. Please take me to this person. <laughs> <laughs> I belong so you got that to. to look forward to. That's our PAX plan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Annette right. passing out an airbrush shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. There's some things we can depend on, and that's one of them. Just, like, I will fall asleep anywhere. We fall asleep at the bean bags at PAX East. Yeah. Was that well, we should wrap this show up so we, we can should. go and take naps. We gotta go on the phone yeah. and talk to people soon. <laughs> not me. I'm not talking to anyone. <laughs> Podcast was my one hour of talking to people during the day. Uh, boo. After this, I'm gonna go into my oh, office no. and pull the shade and then just sleep until you six and then the punch shade out. In case the hood blimp shows up, you don't. No, have well, a... I mean, I, I'll pull the shade on the door, not on the window. Uh, I'll say, do you, I don't think you even no. have a shade on your window, do you? Uh, I do. Yeah. Always vigilant for no, that. No, I, I keep I keep it up. I do not want to miss that blimp. <laughs> I was I was really sad yesterday that the blimp didn't, didn't show, show up, up at all. No, that's no. tough. Zero blimps. It's we've, it's been this many days since our last blimp sighting. We love blimps, you guys. Oh, um, the best. Yeah, I think that's that's a wrap. I think that's the show. Yeah. yeah. So keep posted to uh, all our good social accounts and um, keep posted to the live stream on Twitch TV. Yeah. And we will have more updates about. Packs and Gamescom and other events and games and other games, all the announcements. Um, but uh, otherwise, we will see you in two weeks for the next podcast. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Bye bye.